footy and Frothy's preview time. Daggy and Barney are back with you to get stuck into round 26 of the National Rugby League. The finish line's in sight, Barn. Yes, mate. It's not far away now. No. So it's all shaping up. About six weeks some to go. some hotly contested matches in these next two weeks. Exactly. Um, as late mail pops up here, which I might click on. But anyway, uh, what's been happening? Anything new? No, mate. Just... Um, you know, day-to-day rigmarole. Got all my stuff together before we started tonight, so hopefully oh, well <laughs> that's a good sign. Always, always feel better when you you don't really have to do anything exactly. after the podcast. So it's handy. That's uh, good. Yourself? Good. Um, yeah, no, same. Had to feed with the missus, and here we are. Um, not much news around what unless was on the menu. Uh, pork belly and chicken and prawns. That was all right. At all the. Very good. Yeah, not bad from uh, Western Sydney pub over there. But anyway. Here we are. Let's talk about round 26. Not much other news, uh, unless you're a South fan, then there's plenty of news apparently. There wasn't there some revelations <laughs> coming out of that club today. Uh, I'm sure people can find them themselves. I won't go too deep into talking about too much, apart from the fact Sam Burgess is no longer there. He's officially off to the UK to become a head coach. And John Morris is coming back to the West Tigers as a head coach. Yes, say probably not a bad signing. Assistant, you mean? Yeah. Assistant coach, I should say, it's yes. Taking Benji's job, is he? <laughs> I'll give it six months and it'll be on the table, Yorch. Possibly, possibly. If not earlier. Yeah, probably a smart move from Sam, especially if there is a few ructions in and around the club. There's, We've all heard the, how many stories, that, what, four or five different stories come out in the last 24 hours. Um, yeah, he's got a job to do over at Warrington. He'll be back in a couple of years and take up a position probably back at South Sydney, I would imagine. <laughs> but um, other than that, Johnny Morris um, was basically told he could leave if he wanted to, but he's going to see out the rest of the year. So hopefully that um, that all works out well for him. And I think he'd be a handy pickup for the Tigers. He seems to be um, more of your X's and O's type coach who mm-hmm. um, who puts together the, uh, the it's defensive structures and attacking structures for, for the team. Um, Sharks did all right under him. And um, yeah, he wasn't the worst coach in the world. So it's probably a decent pickup for you guys. Well, no, he was... Probably particularly unlucky not to still be coaching the Sharks. You could yeah, make job, a case yeah, for uh, Some other news is that Tanner Boyd has, has extended his stay at Gold Coast Titans till 2025. And yeah. as has Tom Starling. Uh, and Lockie Miller has been released to go to Leeds Rhinos, which uh, I didn't yeah. think was a sentence I'd be saying three weeks into the comp, but here we are. No, not even 10 weeks into the comp. Uh, surprised somebody else in and around the NRL didn't uh, throw an offer his way, but... No, exactly. A lot of them can't compete with the money that does come out of the UK, although it's not as big as it used to be. It's, uh, it's generally a fraction over what players get offered over here. So, And it will be that sort of style, I think, will suit him. A bit, bit looser. Yeah. He'll be quick enough to blow a few teams away over there, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure you'll, you'll probably look like a superstar at the end of next year over there. Exactly. Uh, anything else we need to talk about which we haven't discussed uh, in the last 48 hours? Don't think of nothing that has come up that I thought I can think of, yeah? Nope. So mm-hmm. we, may, we may as well get into it. The Battle of the West kicks us off. 20, round 26 uh, kicks off Thursday night at Blue Bet Stadium with Penrith hosting the Eels. Uh, Brian Tuo's back, which means that Tom Jenkins goes to the reserves. Uh, Kenny and Sorensen are still out. Jack Cogger playing at nine. 
and Zach Hoskins moves into the back row. No tango, but I believe part of this late mail that just popped up is that Taruva and Dylan Edwards are out. Jesse McLean's going to play fullback, and Jenkins is going to play, so maybe it's better if I just read the late mail from now on. Uh, for the Eels, Sean Lane is back. He's starting off the bench uh, with Madison starting in the back row. Brendan Hands is the uh, person to miss out there as Barney disappears, which means I will give the first tips, and that first tip is going to be Penrith. Not much. I'm not going to overanalyze this game too much. Para had their chance last week. I think the frantic state they've been in in the last, well, couple of months just isn't going to match work this time around against Penrith. The well-oiled machine will keep rolling along. Uh, it will be physical, and uh, it may take them a while to get going, but I'm going to go Penrith. A comfortable 1-12, to 12, missing a, a couple of big guns there, uh, but I can't imagine them getting too far out of second gear for a lot of this. Um, now the match clearly, he'll just guide around and do exactly what they need to. First try scorer, let's go with let's go with Hoskins. Uh, coming back a, a pair closer, could suit him there from uh, in the second row position, Barn. I'm going to, to be honest. Um, I'm going to go with the 13-plus. I just think by the back end of the game, if Penrith are physical enough with them, you might see the Parramatta uh, sort of wilt towards the back end of this match. But, yeah, I expect it to be pretty tough at the beginning. Yeah, Penrith 13 plus, Cleary man of the match, and um, Hoskins first try score out everything that you said there on that Sorensen running line. Uh, I expect I will go, expect uh, Critter and Brian Tyo might have a pretty good night out on that right edge as well at different times. So, yeah, um, I can see Penrith really putting on a, a show in the last sort of 15, 20 minutes of this game. Yeah. Um, that, do you reckon that uh, left wing might have a target on it? Absolutely, yeah. Brian Tyler with double would be it. Would be, I think it's around three fifty, so it's not a bad price. It is not a bad price at all. Uh, Friday kicks off. We see third place Warriors against the Dragons from Go Media Stadium. Tamari Martin named in the extended bench here. Uh, not sure whether he'll come back into the team or kick off the bench there. Uh, with Freddie Lussick on, I guess the backup hooker at the moment might be the one to make way, unless Luke Metcalf does and. We'll see what happens there. No uh, no Mitch Barnett at the moment, and not a lot else has changed from the Warriors' point of view. Zach Lomax is back for the Dragons, uh, and Connor Malazan is on the bench uh, pending uh, Jake Laurie injury, getting cleared for uh, HA, I believe. Uh, the rest of them is what, you, what we saw last week from the Dragons. Any hope here for them? I hope they play the similar type of game that they put up last week. Um, I think that can trouble this Warriors. We've managed, uh, we've we've talked about how they the outside backs of the Warriors do manage to um, let in a few tr tries out there that um, some of the better teams don't. So I can see this being another game that's pretty close for for an hour or thereabouts, maybe fifty minutes. But yeah, I, again, I see. This team who's forced their way into the top four and it looks like they're going to concrete that third position as a minimum for the year, uh, running away with this game again and putting a, a, a few tries on at the back end to blow the score out. Another one that would be, I'd be pretty um, 
I'd be looking at for a double would be Dallin again. He's just been scoring tries for fun. I think his odds are about half of what Brian's are, though. So pretty good clash <laughs> out there, yeah. Revalawa and Dallin. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. I just think um, you might be able to get around him a couple of times with a bit of bit of that foot, footwork and pace that he has. Um, yeah, Warriors thirteen plus man of the match, Sean Johnson, just to add another three points to his tally for the year, and um, I'm going to go with. As I said, Dallin to score that first try. I think it'll come down that side, whether it's Dallin or Avalawa. I think one of those two will be should be the first try scorer. You're not leaving me a great deal here. Uh, I, th- I agree again with everything you've basically said. I think that uh, it would take a long time. I, I like the energy and enthusiasm the younger Dragons players have brought to the side, and I think that will continue here, and they'll match up for an hour or so, but points will come later in the game. Uh, led by Sean Johnson, as you said again, three points for him. First try score, we might go back in and around. We know how well they've done when it's either that spread to the right or it's opening up one of those holes for either Bunty and Torhu of late. Uh, not Bunty. Uh, Fenua Blake will go first try score. I think it'll be one of those plays where they almost go over untouched, which we've seen time and again in the last few weeks. Very good. Friday night main event from Suncorp is the Dolphins hosting the Cowboys. Who welcome back, uh, well, the Delphins welcome back Hammer, uh, who's also back to fullback. Lemueli and Bromwich uh, are both begins for them. Means Nicarim is at six, O'Sullivan uh, still seven, Harrison Graham still at nine, Ewan Aitken playing off the bench, with Tessie New uh, Jennings in the centres. Uh, for the Cowboys, Hillam Lukey is back into the starting side, replacing Nanai. And uh, Finifiaki is onto the bench. Tualangi goes back to the wing and Zach Labat into the centres with um, Valame injured last week and obviously Val Holmes still suspended. Absolute last roll of the dice here for the Cowboys. Uh, how have you seen these two line up? Yeah, well, I'm expecting the Dolphins to probably put in a similar performance to what we saw against the Tigers. And if they get dominated through the middle like they did um, against that Tigers team, there's just, you know, there's that extra two or three points of attack that the Cowboys have that the the Tigers weren't able to provide last week. So I think they may, again, score, you know, 18, 20 points. But I think the Cowboys may just um, dominate for large periods of the game and expecting Deard and to have a, a fantastic game in this one. I think he, there'll be the opportunities in and around the halves and centers for him to go probing with his runs and then set up some of these guys on the outside. Get Scotty Drinkwater chiming in back through the middle and his changes of angles and ball passing that he does provide. I think the Cowboys win and uh, do it pretty comfortably. 13 plus Deard and man of the match and I've gone with uh, Luciano to score the first try. I think down, yeah, on that right-hand edge with the big barging second row will uh, barge his way over for the first try. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys as well. I think this will be physical and a close game for again for 45, 50 minutes here. Uh, I just think there's the middle defence for the Cowboys should be better than what uh, the Dolphins have taken on the last couple of weeks. And there'll be a bit more... Start through there, which shuts down some of their scoring opportunities, unless it's Nicarima digging into the line. Too big game for Peter Hiku. He's had a decent season, uh, and I've just got a, a feeling some of these Dolphins outside backs aren't quite with us, apart from 
Bizarco. So going to go with him, man of the match, actually. And Tulangi to benefit from some of his work to score the first try. Something a bit different. Yeah, tough night for the outside backs out there. Yeah, exactly. The Storm and the Titans at Amy Park kick us off on Saturday afternoon where Pappenhausen is, has been named on an extended bench. I haven't heard any updates since then, but I assume close enough might be good enough here. So, um, And he'll probably start on the bench if he does. Uh, Kieran Foran's back for the Titans. Jojo Defeat is back from an ankle injury. Jermaine Jolliffe is going to start and Liu on the bench. Last week they did swap around. Tom Weaver is uh, keeps the seven jersey with um, old mate Tanner still injured. Uh, about the rest of this looks like what you'd expect from both these sides. Uh, I think this might be a good game. I think Titans were up for it for a long time last week against Penrith. I think they'll do the same here. I'm going to stick with the favourites of the Storm to wrap up a top four spot, but... I think this is going to be free scoring. I think Titans score 22, 26 points, as he managed to do most games. Uh, David Feed is going to lead the way with that. Uh, but I'm going to say man of the match, Harry Grant. He's had a hot, hot month. And uh, give three. I'm going to go for, sorry, let's go for Feeder first try, but Grant, man of the match. We've seen Melbourne quite slow to start some of these games of late. So we know Titans pretty good at getting out to a 12 point lead, and we might see that again. Bye. You've left nothing for me this time. <laughs> uh, even in the game, Storm have dominated. They've generally started in that first 20, 20 minutes or 30 minutes pretty slowly and, and taken time to warm into a match. So if that trend continues, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think David Fafita can score the first try. Um, the Titans may even break out to a two-try lead or something early in this game. And then um, once the Storm come back into it, they'll come roaring back into it with the likes of Hughes, Munster and uh, Grant all having their, their hands all over the attacking play. I think the Storm win it. They do win it comfortably in the end. Um, but the Titans will fight all the way to the end. I just I can just see a flood of points coming in a sort of 20-minute period when the Storm are really up and rolling. So 13 plus the Storm. I've gone with Jerome Hughes, another one who's been in brilliant form for the last month. Uh, for the Storm as man of the match and David Feeder first try scorer. 5.30, the Roosters' season hopes are on the line against the West Tigers here where they welcome back Sam Walker straight back into seven. Drew Hutchinson goes back to 18th man, perhaps unluckily so, after his last couple of weeks. Sander Smith keeps a 14 roll, cheese starts. And Jared Wira Hargraves has been named as a watch on him. Joey Manu goes to fullback with Teddy being rested slash um, HIA. HIA. Yeah, for lack of a better term. Will Smith <laughs> is the Tigers number seven this week. Yeah, as the only change from the team that beat the Dolphins last week. Uh, I'm not really expecting miracles. Tigers can get up for a game like this, but as I said on Monday, the corresponding game last year was 70. Uh, yeah, I think um, last last week might have been the, the last hurrah for the Tigers for the season. I am terrified of how these outside backs are going to line up. Kapu, you know, Kapoa, and uh, not that Riley did anything wrong, but he's a second-game rookie. Taking on Billy Smith, Daniel Tupo, Swali, and Manu with a license to roam. Uh, it's pretty scary. Roosters 13-plus, uh, as is always the case. The forward battle will be fine. They'll... 
if not more than match up, at least hold their own. Uh, and Appy will lead them around the park well enough. But I'm going to say man of the match. I'm going to go with Billy Smith again. Um, in a bit of a centre mood tonight. First try scorer, though, Daniel Tupo. Probably walking over as Kapoa rushes in and leaves poor old Junior standing around looking a bit lost. That connection between the halves is going to be interesting. Uh, we saw mm. when they were playing together at the start of the year, it was very um, mismatched. Um, one week they'd be good, the next two or three weeks they'd be poor. So how he rolls back into this side is going to be interesting. It's actually a see. very big game um, for him given the mojo they've sort of found. Yeah, absolutely. I think he will have a point to prove and I think you'll see him going at the line a lot on his own, uh, trying to provide something for himself. And... Uh, I'm even going to go with him for the first try score. I think um, either a little chip in behind or a, a run close to the line where he jinks in, but in beside somebody and score the first try for the Roosters. As I said, yeah, the as you said, the forward battle should be a pretty good one to watch. Actually, they both seem like going off season performances. They're both pretty well matched up. Uh, with the Tigers, maybe even having a slight edge, but. Um, yeah, the outside backs is where it's at. I was looking at Billy Smith as well for the first try scorer, but. Um, you picking him convinced me to go to my second option in Sam Walker. So, but I, I, Manu at the fullback, just about every time he goes there, he's close to the best player on the field. So I'm going to go with him as man of the match. Cool. Uh, clutch game for the Raiders here as they host Brisbane with uh, Jack Whiten being named on extended bench. Looks like he'll play um, after missing with the hamstring last week. Matt Frawley for the moment has been named at six. Horsburgh is... Looks like he'll be fine to play after his head knock. Copper White, he won't be. And James Schiller is, could be off the bench, um, given that the only other standby there is Seb Chris. But we'll wait and see on all of that. Uh, with the Broncos, Corey Oates is back with Dean Mariner going out. And Jesse Arthur's on standby there. No Adam Reynolds, so Jock is still in the side. I don't think that will matter here, will it, Barn? I wouldn't think so. It is a little concerning to see um, Reynolds missing the last couple of games, heading in towards the back. Whether it's just um, I'm assuming it's uh, taking that extra pre- yeah. precaution coming into finals time. Yeah, um, he probably could have played. Maybe I'm I'm suggesting, but uh, it's been left out just to to protect him. Yeah, I think once the outside backs of these um, Broncos start getting continual ball out wide, I think it could open up and be a you might see a couple of these outside backs for Canberra look pretty silly at different times during this match. Um, we've seen the, the continued effort out of the likes of Staggs, Farnworth and Cobbo recent, recently. And I, I think you'll, you'll, that'll continue and uh, that you might just see a flood of points after a really good half an hour with this middle because the middles match up quite well. Um, I think Carrigan's in for a big game. I expect he generally rises when he's up against some of the better packs in this competition. And I think you're going to see a lot, a lot of work out of him as well as maybe some really nice ball playing. So I've got him down as man of the match. I think Broncos blow Canberra away by the end of this match, uh, even though it may be close come half time. Broncos 13 plus, And I went with Corey Oates, uh, Reese Walsh on the sweep out to the left and Corey Oates to score the first. It is his 200th game too, so we we know these milestone tries tend to pop up a lot, so yeah. maybe worth a dabble there. I, yeah, I agree. They, they'll put a number on them. It doesn't matter. They don't have Reynolds. They've got their full-strength forward pack now. They'll 
just uh, get through the work they need to get through for half an hour. And we've seen how ragged this Canberra backline's been in the last few weeks. Seeing what uh, even the Tigers opened them up a few times. Uh, who did they play last week and got cleaned up? Oh, even even the Bulldogs looked dangerous at times in, with against them. Sorry, Storm kept them uh, to two, and Storm kept them to two. So, I think the yeah Stags and Farnsworth are absolutely in the game here. Going to Herbie first try scorer over poor Jared. And man of the match, uh, we did, haven't left me with the obvious forward. So Reese Walsh uh, will chime in for a couple of try assists and look brilliant again. We've got the Bulldogs hosting the Seagulls on Sunday at a call. That's a two o'clock game. Carl Oluapu is now fit, uh, but at the moment he's just on extended bench. Okay, it's good late mail. Uh, apart from that, it doesn't look like there's too many changes. Actually, the team last week, Curtis Moran's back into the team. Uh, who's come out there? I think he's just swapped around for, um, anyway, who cares? Uh, the, for Manly, Manly, uh, with the injury to Garrick Cooler, uh, goes back to fullback, Brad Parker back into the centers. Ben Turbo's back, which pushes Tualangi to the bench. Schuster has been dropped officially. And Gordon Chan Kam Tong is now onto the into the 14 role, who we like the look of in the brief minutes we've seen of him uh, in the preseason. What are you made of this? Yeah, one? big spruik around him as well. Mm. So big. I thought we would have seen him a long time ago, to be honest. But um, the fact that. The hooker's been, the Lachlan Croker's been going so well, I guess there hasn't really been a need for him. He's been pumping out 80 minutes and getting through every bit of, um, every bit of those 80 minutes. So be interesting to see where they slot him in. Hopefully he gets 20 or 30 minutes to show us what he's got. I don't, I think I've got the same sort of feeling about the Bulldogs as I do with the Tigers. I think last week might've probably been their best performance left in them for the rest of the year. In the next two weeks, you might see a bit of a, um, a bludger performance out of the Bulldogs. They do have some fresh guys, obviously, in Kikau, who's been hot and cold recently and at his best can be quite destructive. Liam Knight's come in to freshen up that pack a little bit. but And they do have, you know, obviously some pace out wide and it can cause problems against this Seagulls team. But that's probably the reason I'll keep it 1-12. to 12. Manly have been very hit and miss recently, especially when uh, in the way that they score tries. Uh, they can go on a run for a couple of tries, but then they seem to drop the ball every other set after they've put points on. So 1-12, to 12, but a very comfortable 1-12. to 12. DCE, man of the match, if it's, you know, generally manly win. If it's either Tommy or DCE that end up with the um, the three points. And I really like Cooler at fullback. I think um, you might see Saab break away down the edge and looking back inside and finds Cooler for the first try. Yeah, I agree as well that uh, Manly, I'm going to go Manly 1-12 to 12 again. I think this is a... A tougher game, but they matched up and uh, could argue were unlucky against the Warriors with that late call. Sure. They're right in that game. If momentum doesn't swing there, they probably beat them. That was all in the back of DC getting around the field, uh, as he has done admirably for many a year now. He's going to get three points here, I'd say. Uh, I like what I saw out of Harper and De Vega last week as well at times, so I'm going with them to produce some points here. I'm going to go with uh, Tuomalo Vega, first try scorer. Out on that edge, uh, basically just uh, what you mentioned, but on the opposite side. Um, and we're going to wrap up with the game of the round. Barney, are you popping out to watch this gourmet feast of rugby I think league? I'll have to. 
as the Knights and the Sharks put their potential top four credentials, but definitely top eight credentials on the line here. Uh, Hastings looks likely to play now. He has been named. And the Sharks are unchanged. So we're pretty much getting uh, all but full strength from both sides here. Two hot teams, the two probably form teams of the last month, if you're not including the, you know, the top two. Uh, what a cracker. I'm going to I'm gonna stick to my guns there. Sold out Newcastle Stadium and Newcastle just red hot, I think, can produce points again. We know some of that edge defense can again get shaky. Seems where I spent my whole night tonight, but it wasn't planned. <laughs> um, but I'm looking to that left edge again. Uh, Hastings, Hastings, Fitzgibbon, Ponga chiming in. Best uh, and Marzi will score in the corner for the first try. And I'm going to stick with Jacko first uh, to really be the puppet master here and make Ponga look good. That All, all that being said, um, we're probably going to give Caelan another three and I'll compare him to Hano 9 again next week. Very good. I'm going to go with... I think you're going to see a lot of points come down this uh, right-hand side for the, the Knights, so the left-hand side in defence for the Sharks, which has been a common theme. But I think it's going to go the other way as well. I think you're going to see Ronaldo and Talakai really attacking the likes of Young and Gay Guy, which uh, will, will seem profitable. I think, yeah, one side of the field, you might see the majority of the points in this game <laughs> pop up and the other side of the field not, not be used as much. But um, obviously, I'm going with the Sharks. They've been on a roll for the last three to four weeks. If their forward pack can put in the same performance they put in last week, I think they handily hold this Newcastle pack, even though it is strong enough. Uh, especially once you start getting into the interchange uh, rotation, I think the Sharks should be strong enough to hold that middle for a large part of that game of this game. And I think that's really where it's going to come down to being one. I know that they do have strike weapons on the edges, but the longer you hold the middle in this game, I think it obviously limits the opportunities for the opposition. So it's going to go to a big way of who wins this game. If the Sharks can aim up and uh, the likes of Rudolph, Nakora, Ueli, uh, Royce Hunt have the games that they did last week, throw in Hazleton, I think they can cover the likes of the Saifidi boys and Hetherington and the like. So Sharks 1-12. to In the match, I'm going to go Talakai. I think he might um, may score a double and set up a double for Ronaldo down that edge um, up against Gay Guy in defence. So, But I'm going to go the first try the other way. I'm going to go Gay Guy to score the first try getting on the inside or the outside of Talakai. So uh, it'll be a ding-dong game. I think there'll be points both ways and um, you're going to be entertained for the majority of it, I would imagine, unless one of these teams has a blowout and plays like a bludger, but I can't really see it happening off the previous form. So. The the back row clash is fantastic. Like, really great clash there with the form. All the six of them have been in the last last month Absolutely. or so. And you're right, Hazleton does sort of stick out there as a game-breaker in a game that, you know, they might match, be well matched up for, for half an hour. Uh, yeah. Should he do that? then the directness that uh, Tracy and Trindle have bought lately puts them right in the game. It's a cracker. Looking forward to talking about it next Monday night. Are you ready with a bet or two for the punting disaster class? I am, mate. Yes. Um, we both lost again last week, which is not unusual. Mainly, uh, Melbourne let you down by not covering the line. And um, I had a, what was it? I think it was a HIA to... Uh, Hopawade, which was the only leg that missed in my try scoring multi. And I had the Sharks, but I only had them one to 12. Wow. So what do you do? <laughs> they scored too many tries for me. 
minus $799.50 for me, minus $900.10 for yourself. I'm going to go with the what I mentioned in in running. Brian Toto to score a double. Dallin with Henny Zelezniak to score a double. Put them together, you get $8.50. I'm going to have $20 on that. And then I'm going to have the top three to win and win well. So Penrith, Broncos, Warriors, all to win 13 plus. And I'm going to have $30 on that. It'll get you $4.50. I'm going to go all 50. Let's have another crack at these lines. Brisbane, minus nine and a half yep. against Canberra. Manly, minus six and a half against the Bulldogs. I think they cover that and cover that well. And Newcastle, yes, minus and three and a half. Ooh, okay. That gets yep. you just on seven bucks. Six, six ninety and change. Oops. So let's call it seven between Maybe. friends, eh? Yes, let's do that. Uh, what's got you frothing this week, Barney boy? It's pretty obvious from mine. Um, so I'll start with the one that's a little less obvious for mine. I think the Raiders Broncos, I think the forward battle will be fantastic for at least the first half. Um, to see massive bodies flying in at each other for a, a big part of this game and some really big collisions. So um, that, that's number one. And yeah, the second one is four o'clock on Sunday afternoon. That's mine. Four o'clock Sunday afternoon. We get to see the two, yeah, hot teams the last three weeks. Gonna, they're both, you know, they're both going to throw the ball around. You know, they've got enough physicality now, uh, and you got to say they're both well been well coached through this period. So, looking forward to seeing that clash. Uh, also, just a side one. Looking forward to Dallin and Ravalawa butting heads out in the wing Friday night. I think that should up. be a lot of fun uh, if all things are equal. There. Anything else you want to finish on? No, not particularly. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Of course, leave us some feedback, some comments on YouTube uh, or through our social threads, Footy and Frothies, uh, Facebook, X, and Instagram. And we'll be back on Monday night to look back at it all. And uh, later in the week, we will preview the, the last round of the season proper. Uh, in a week's head, we've got some, yeah, we'll look back on the fortunes of some of the bottom four teams, but that's all ahead of us. Uh, check out rugbyleaguemerch.com, buy some hats and beanies and whatnot, and enjoy another very good weekend of Rugby League Head. Take care, guys. See ya.